Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Thank you so much for being with me this evening. I am very, very happy to have you here, and we're going to have a beautiful conversation this evening, one conversation that really strikes all of us at some point, if not many points in our life, uh, in some respects. So before we get into that, I do want to mention that 1111 Magazine's May-June issue is on the shelves nationwide. The current issue is about our conscious business, our personal business, and our life purpose business, and the features this particular issue are Marianne Williamson and Byron Katie, along with many other wonderful submissions of individuals that are really doing amazing work in the world. So definitely get out to your Barnes & Noble or your Chapters book uh, anywhere in North America, or you can subscribe at 1111mag.com. The guest that I have on tonight is going to be featured in an upcoming issue of 1111 Magazine as well. And the July-August issue is almost complete, and we've got some fantastic interviews with Bob Proctor and also Colette Baron-Reed. So I'm very, very excited about what's coming up. The conversation that we're going to have this evening is probably one of those that sometimes people want to stay away from, and it is about the passing of those that that we love. It's probably one of the most profound growth experiences that the soul can have, and it is the most challenging when we have to release a soul that has been a child. It often will then bring about many questions about our own mortality. It allows us to go into very great depths of grief. And then sometimes the questions come up, such as why are we really here and what does it all mean? You know, what happens to them and can they still feel us? Can we still feel them? And then what are we supposed to do with the grief? My guest today is an expert on this and an international best-selling author. He has committed his life to supporting others and really bringing people to a place of peace. James Van Prague has released Growing Up in Heaven, the eternal connection between parent and child. He is a New York Times best-selling author of Unfinished Business and Ghosts Among Us and world-famous medium, which brings to light the amazing journey of children who have passed from earth to heaven. 
growing up in heaven follows the path of a child's soul, their time spent in heaven, and their connection to the living. And I can tell you, if you read this book, it gives you a sense of understanding and of hope and of meaning, because then we can see it from the perspective of the child that had lived and what they're experiencing on the other side and how they really do want to connect back with the loved ones that they left. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome James Van Prague to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you, sweetheart. That was a wonderful introduction, and and I appreciate you having me on your show. I'm honored, and, and I really appreciate it. Well, this is really a profound book, and I think one that is most necessary, because whether we have personally lost a child or a loved one, We are at a time where it seems like we see so much of that around in our world, not just with intimate connections, but when we're seeing tragedies that are occurring or even some of the world events or nature's own way of of having its cleansing and then people being affected. So this is really something that's kind of a doorway to an even greater conversation. Exactly. And it's it's designed, of course, with children that have passed over, um, and I designed the book for parents, but it's really for everybody because, as you said, death affects everyone. And and really what it is is just, I, I say it's a reminder to everybody that you are a soul first and foremost, having a human experience, not the other way around. And when you read the pages of this book, and I reread it on the plane, believe it or not, and, and I, every time I open it up and I've written a book, I, I have new insights to things. It reminds me of things. So it's really a reminder to everybody that you are a soul having these experiences on Earth. This is our schoolroom, and we go through many, many lessons, and, and some lessons are difficult ones, some are easier. But really, there is no death. There is no such thing as death whatsoever. And this really is just a manual for people, uh, guidance, if you will, to, again, remember that they are a soul having this experience. Well, having two children of my own, I have come to the very deep realization that as much as I want to think I'm the teacher, they really are. <laughs> you read <And> my mind. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and But what I have discovered is that the lessons that we learn in life Usually it's our children that reawaken those lessons. They are the ones that truly do that. And sometimes it is in their physical presence on earth. And from what I've read in this book, many times it can be from them passing over and what they have to say from the other side. Oh, very, very much so. And not only do they teach us, as I said, here on the earth, many pure lessons, because, of course, they're pure. They've just come from spirit. So their mindset, of course, is, is that of spirit. And when they talk about the seeing imaginary, we call them imaginary playmates, I think they see spirit because they've just come from that world. And, and you're right, um, a soul, a child who passes uh, out of the body into the spirit world at, at the appropriate time for that soul, um, they might have to, their lesson might be helping that spirit on the earth by moving on to the other side, and there's a, um, a, a destiny, if you will, that, which has to be met by, by all the souls in the soul group. Um, one example of this I had was I did a reading for a gentleman and his wife. They lost their son, and the son came through and said that, um, he said, Dad, I'm helping you with your hands, and we didn't know what that meant. And I said, I don't know what that means, but you know, just remember that. And the father said, okay. Several months later, he, he called me up, and he was very nervous, and he said, James, I don't know what to do. When I go by certain people, my, the palms of my hands heat up. And he has since found that whenever he would go by certain people, they needed a healing, and he's a healer. And he now has a clinic in Los Angeles, and he works with cancer patients. And he would not have been able to go into that work, not until his son had passed into the spiritual realms and made that connection or that full circuit, if you will, for that to happen. And that happens more than people realize. 
Yes, there's a story in the book of a, a gentleman that passed on, and and actually his father appeared at one of your workshops drunk, and and you approached uh, him, yeah. and and he has just been wrought with grief. He was he was uh, somewhat of an alcoholic, and the son came through you to say to him, "Please don't drink." That this was something that you had to go through so that you could help others in the same situation. Exactly, and that was one of those profound readings I mean, I've ever done in my 25, 26 years of doing this work. And the man would never, he would have been someone in my audience, he would not, one would never expect to come to this type of work. He was a full um, Harley-Davidson guy with leather jacket, leather pants, leather cap. Never would I see my audience. And I saw his son behind him, his son Michael, and he said, please help my father. You have to help my father. Please, I beg you. And, um, and the father was drinking at the time, right there. He was actually had a, he was hiding a drink. And um, the son came through with such incredible detailed information it just blew open this man's whole experience, his whole world. And um, he said, Dad, please don't drink. And since then, the father has stopped drinking. He's gone into a program, and now he helps other people to get on the spiritual path. So it's pretty amazing how these things happen. It is amazing, and I think that probably what occurs is, is individuals get so caught up in their grief. They become their grief mm-hmm. that they can't see past it. And it's almost as if when people have had experiences with you, they get shocked out of that grief and kind of get back into a knowing that's deep within us that we really all don't go anywhere. We just change form. Exactly right. You can't kill energy. It just changes form, exactly as you said. And I think that when, when there's a heavy grief like that, or especially children where it's unexpected, and it seems, um, quote, un, unnatural, quote, um, it, and it really, in a soul perspective, it isn't necessarily. But I think that we get so overwrought on the, in the emotional body, and the emotional body gets so out of balance that we tend to want to escape. So we'll tend to drink or, or take drugs or something that will get us out of dealing with this situation right now. So when spirit comes through and they give a reading to the parents, let's say, in this situation, I think that the emotion of love, of course, is the strongest healing force that there is. And that gets right to the emotional body and it brings balance right away. And it brings such truth. And the connection, that bond is so strong. And there's that recognition. And that really does bring them back into truth. Most definitely. But that grief does show up and we shouldn't push it away, but how do we have the grief yet still recognize that they're still here? Well, you know, the grief is an incredible, incredible um, lesson. It's a, it's a great one. It's a great one. It's a hard one. It's one of the hardest ones on this earth. But it teaches us so, so much if we're willing to be open to the lessons that it offers us. So, for instance, in grief, it pushes us to, number one, realize that we are spiritual, spiritual beings. It pushes us to not take an, uh, another person for granted. Um, what can we do now that, you know, we would like to continue on with the, the, our deceased loved one's wishes? How has that affected our lives? How has that changed our lives? How has it altered our lives? How are we different? And grief is a, it's a great teacher. I've seen many parents who have lost children who their lives have completely changed, some of them will choose to, it's the end of their lives, they, can't, they don't want it to be the same way, and they can't deal with it, so they end up in divorce or a depression on medications. And yet then there are other people, and more so there are other people, who choose to use this lesson and learn from it and change their lives. Uh, in the book I talk about Marie Levine, and she was a lady I did a reading for many, many years ago, and her son died in a car accident. And when I saw Marie, she was very tough to even read because she was so walled up with guilt and grief, and she said, this will kill me, this will kill me. How could this happen? How could God do this? 
I said, Marie, your son is telling me there's a bigger lesson here. There's a bigger picture. You've got to see the bigger picture. Years from now, you're going to help thousands and hundreds of thousands of people with his loss. And you, both of you chose this before we came back in the incarnation. You chose this. And nowadays, Marie is working with a group called Compassionate Friends in New York, and she's written two books, and she's reached thousands and thousands of people about grieving, grieving in a positive, uh, supportive way. Well, we can't really know how to help people or what the words are to say or what they're feeling unless we go through it. That's wisdom. Exactly. Exactly right. And and through loss, we gain in many respects. And through loss, we gain, and we need to see the bigger picture. That's really what it is. It's seeing the bigger picture, not being stuck in it. Yes, the emotions are real. The loss is very real. And we have to go through those things and feel those. But that's not who we are. We're bigger than that. And we have to see and, and, and really have um, the trust and the hope and the faith, if you will, that we are bigger than this and we will get through this and that there is a divine plan. There's a bigger plan at work. And it's a plan that we chose, and sometimes we choose those Academy Award-winning performances that end up being these experiences of grief or loss. I am with the extraordinary and exceptionally gifted James Van Prague, who has the ability to bridge the gap between this world and the next. Based on nearly 30 years of spirit communication, this renowned and beloved medium takes us on a powerful, eye-opening, and ultimately inspiring voyage, filled with incredible and uplifting true stories and profound messages of love, this astounding look at heaven provides a remarkably detailed portrayal of the child's soul as it moves from this world to the next. The book is Growing Up in Heaven, The Eternal Connection Between Parent and Child. You can connect with James Van Prague at vanprague.com. That's V-A-N-P-R-A-A-G-H. And while you're there, definitely look at his events. He has some interesting things coming up at Omega Institute, a Life After Death three-day workshop, July 15th through 17th, and then an advanced intuitive training also at Omega, July 17th to 22nd. He has appearances in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, and then also later in August in Westbury, New York. So you can find out all of that information at vanprog.com. Definitely pick up a copy of Growing Up in Heaven. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more with James. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Prague is the New York Times best-selling author of Ghosts Among Us and Unfinished Business. Currently, Van Prague is the co-executive producer of the primetime series Ghost Whisperer, starring Jennifer Love Hewitt. Van Prague is developing additional projects for television and has been seen as a guest host on the entertainment news magazines Entertainment Tonight and The Insider. You can connect with this wonderful medium and author at www.vanprague.com. In his book, Growing Up in Heaven, this most moving work, James reveals the reality that love transcends the physical and material planes of this world. Growing up in heaven lifts our spirits with the knowledge that our departed ones will always be with us, an extraordinary gift for all of us who yearn to understand life on the other side. So we were talking about the grief that people have to go through when they're experiencing the child uh, leaving them. And probably one question that a lot of people might have is, does that child experience the grief, and what happens to them initially as of their passing? Ah, very, very good question, and, and a lot of people will think that. And um, it's very interesting because as I've been doing the uh, tour for Growing Up in Heaven, and certain questions come out, and um, the answers that I that I come through with, or that they come through through me with, is very different than what I would think. And the answer I have for that is that um, we are all souls, and and that soul, the child soul, we might know them as this last lifetime, which is a, a child. But when that child passes into the other dimension, as all of us do, we become aware of the wholeness of our being, um, if you will. I say to people the analogy I like to use is the sun. This lifetime, this, this whole lifetime right now we're living, this personality, is one ray of that sun. And when you pass into the dimension, you become aware of all the other different rays of your sun. And you as a soul are that entire sun. And all these different rays are lifetimes you've had. So when a child passes over to spirit, they are very, very aware of themselves as a soul being, living many, many lifetimes. It seems that sometimes, though, they do have to keep a kind of a, they go through this childlike experience in some ways, and they will tend to the other side to do things that they didn't finish here on the earth. For instance, school. 
Um, they will go to school. They will do creative things, take music lessons. They will uh, go through different art uh, programs. Um, they will express their creative self, if you will. And it seems that sometimes they have to do that. When they come back um, expressing themselves to their loved ones through me, they will show me who they are in the past, this, this present lifetime, that they were a child. Um, in the book, I have a story about Ellie, this little girl, this four-year-old girl, and she showed me herself in a pink prom, little prom dress, little wedding dress, or whatever it was, a little fluffy dress, and she was very shy, and she was dancing around me, and um, all the details she gave me were from her last personality of this lifetime that the parent understood. I think, though, that she is much, much bigger than that, much, much more than that. And for us, I don't think we'd fully understand it on this dimension. So from what you just said, if if when we pass over, we become aware of the wholeness of our being. Correct. Then does that mean that the people that are left behind here on Earth, uh, if we were to see those beings as whole and perhaps not sick or not uh, dying in the way that they passed on, but as whole beings that we'd open up the connection to them a little greater? Totally, totally, totally. Because we wouldn't be our mind. Everything is with the mind, so everything is mental. You know, our thoughts are real things. And when spirits communicate with us, it's usually mind-to-mind communication. A child and anyone who passes in spirit can come through to their family members so much easier when there's no mind clutter with the living. If someone in the living world is so obsessed about the death, or so much wanting to get in contact with them that they're pushing, please contact me, please contact me. They're actually putting a wall up in their mind, and the spirit cannot get through easy. So they need to really relax. And if they do realize that there is no death, that they've just changed form, but they're always around them, even more so now, because spirit is limitless. They can be with them all the time. An aspect of them certainly can be. So I think it would help people to realize that. And, uh, yeah, it makes it much easier for them to communicate. Well, and I find that in, in clients I've come across and in people that I meet, when they've lost someone, they refer so much to the illness or the sickness or the yes. disease or, dis- or the illusion that they were caught up in yes. that it's like they can't get past that filter. That's right. That's the last mind memory. The memory that they have is the last state of their being, which usually is illness or, and sickness. And, and I, I remember many things, uh, many times I brought through uh, children, people who died of drug overdoses, and I'll tell the parent, you know, the, the child will say, I'm not on the floor anymore. I'm not that way. I'm not a drug addict anymore. I've gotten help over here. Don't think of me that way. I had to learn a lesson through the drugs. I had to learn a lesson through the alcohol. And, and, they, and they, even in regular deaths, too, with heart attacks or, or even um, just other types of, of uh, passings, it seems that the, when they come through, the first thing they remember is their last experience on the earth, which is a death condition. So many times the spirit themselves have to also get through the memory of what they left on the earth, the last situation they had on the earth. Sure, I, I could see that that would be true. You had said earlier in this part of the conversation that sometimes the children continue some of the things that they did here on earth, like the painting or the singing or the dancing. So is this place that we pass over into, is it an extension of earth, or is it the Uh, next step of school? It's a very, very good question. I can only answer that by saying that the other dimensions are so beyond our our comprehension, I believe. So when we uh, put physical traits and physical laws and we apply them to a different dimension, 
it's tough because it isn't a third dimensional world. It's fourth dimension, fifth dimension, sixth dimension. So the laws that affect those dimensions don't affect ours. So if I say to you that this color of red exists in the spirit world, well, the value of the red might be very, very deep and darker and of a whole different hue than it is here in the third dimensional world. And we, they, they've described our third dimensional world as flat that we're in a flat world here. And we go into the spiritual dimensions, it's much fuller. Colors are alive. When they hear music in perfect harmony, little notes are seen, they see colors with the notes, and everything blends beautifully. They talk about uh, buildings which go as high up in the clouds as could be, and there's no limit to them. They talk about um, there is no sun, but there's always light. Uh, It seems that... There could be houses, as we would know here, houses, but could be quite different there. The light is very different there, effervescent. And it seems that the house that someone lives at is in perfect proportion to the land around it. Everything seems in perfect harmony. Now, that might be just one place, if you will, which is close to the earth because it's physical things. I do believe there's other levels and higher levels, which you don't need the, quote, physical things, end quote. Um, and it's more of a, a colored and light a world, if you will, which... Again, it's hard for us to describe here in a three-dimensional world because we always want to use physical um, descriptions. So it really sounds like death or passing is a beginning, not really an ending. It's totally a beginning. You know, we talk about going through the, go through the tunnel and seeing the light. And it, it's interesting because life just begins when you die. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Life is beginning to die. And this is just a wayward station down here. This is definitely our schoolroom. And, you know, I'm always learning, too. In the past couple of days, it's coming to my attention that, you know, this is just temporary down here. Life is very, very, very short in the scheme of what time is. And now that the vibration of the planet is speeding up so much more, it's even more so it feels as if this is such a very quick place to be on. So this is only a temporary state of being, but it's what we do with this time here on the earth. It's very, very important. It's what choices we make. It's living a mindful life. It's treating others as we want to be treated. It's, it's living that golden rule. It's using the energy of love, that, that most incredible force that exists on this planet, around this planet, through the planet. It's using that energy, recognizing it within ourselves and recognizing it within another person and using it. And that energy of love, can they feel our love on the other side, and how do we still access theirs? Very, very much so. When they go into the other dimensions, the first thing I should mention to everybody is that everybody visits their funerals and their memorial services, every single person, and they're very, very keen and aware, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times stronger of the thoughts that people have, the feelings that people have. They hear all of our prayers. They hear all of our thoughts. They know our desires, and they're always trying to let us know they're okay. And they'll try that in many, many different ways to get through to us, whether it's through dreams, whether it's through electrical means, whether it's through um, butterflies and and birds and and, and music. They'll try all different ways to let you know that they're okay. Um, Love never dies. Love just changes form. Um, Many times they go to the spirit, they're able to see the love that you have for them even more so. And um, it's just... I don't know how to describe it, really. It's just an amazing, amazing experience, this energy of love. So are they trying to connect with us from the moment they pass? Oh, yes, yes, ma'am, they are, because just like in the movie Ghost, where Sam really wanted his wife to know he was alive, he was fine, that will be portrayed very, very accurately. Um, every spirit, it seems, wants their loved ones to know they're okay. 
the loved ones in grief, but you know, they want them to know, no, I'm not dead. I'm not in the ground. I'm not in that can there. I'm very much alive. I'm more alive now than I was when I was in the limited physical earth. My guest today is James Van Prague, who is the New York Times bestselling author of Unfinished Business and Ghosts Among Us, and now Growing Up in Heaven, The Eternal Connection Between Parent and Child. This world-famous medium brings to light the amazing journey of children who have passed from earth to heaven. Growing Up in Heaven follows the path of a child's soul, their time spent in heaven, and their connection to the living. In this most moving work, James Van Prague reveals the reality that love transcends the physical and material planes of this world. Growing up in heaven lifts our spirits with the knowledge that our departed ones will always be with us. You can connect with him at his website, vanprog.com, and there you can find a whole host of materials that can support you, including a community where there are chat rooms and message boards, in addition to uh, booking appointments or finding out about different events that he has ongoing, and also online courses that you can register for. So definitely connect with James at vanprog.com. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical biopsy. After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. On a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. James Van Prague says that a soul never stops growing and evolving no matter what form of life it takes. Sometimes a soul needs to touch the earth only briefly in order to fulfill its lessons. 
When children pass into the world of spirit, their souls go directly to a realm of magnificent light, made of glorious buildings, parks, waterways, and picturesque environments. It is also a place of intense soul work, learning, and playing. When children wake up in their heavenly home, they feel an innate stirring of familiarity, because like all souls, they have died and been reborn many times. I'd like to talk a little bit about... Uh, reincarnation, and I know that you are a believer of reincarnation. Oh, yes. And for those that are not believers of reincarnation, I ask that you just open your minds for a second so that maybe there's a greater vista for you to even see the purpose in all things and the meaning of our soul journey. And my biggest question is, if souls that have passed on are around us and communicating with us, are they also moving into their next experience at the same time? Are we that expansive that we can have many bubbles of experience at the same time? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, we can, because as I mentioned before, with the analogy of the sun, we are many things, or many rays of light. And um, just like the sunlight in the sky now, it can light up many cities around, around the whole country. And yet, you know, we, we, we are not together in the same cities, but yet we have the same sunlight. So we, as a soul being... And the nature of a soul, as I talk about in the book, you're able to experience several different places at once, several different lifetimes at once. So right now, if you're living in a certain city in the United States, you can also be living in a city in Tokyo or in Russia or in another planet, another solar system, because that's how much the soul is, how expansive the soul is. Um, as far as reincarnation, I do believe that the soul grows through lessons. Um, and lessons we're going to talk about now are on the physical earth lessons and many, many lifetimes um, that could only be found on the physical earth. And it seems that we repeat certain lessons, just like in school, till we get it right, till we have a full understanding, the full scope, vast knowledge of the certain uh, lesson through various situations. So we as a soul group and a soul family come back at the most opportune time for all of our souls to grow. And we'll put ourselves in situations where we can grow the most. Um, in another lifetime, uh, the, the child could have treated the parent bad. In this lifetime, the parent treats the child bad. Um, there are different things. There's definitely karma, karma, the law of cause and effect. I always say we create. We're constantly creating, creating, creating. We are that God light, and God is creation. And we are constantly creating with our thoughts and our minds, our words and our minds. And I always say to people, what you're putting out there, what you're creating with your thought, you're going to receive. That's exactly what you're going to experience, for you create your reality. And so, anything you put out there, you have to be ready to receive it, and you will, in this lifetime or another lifetime. So if you do something to someone in this lifetime, you can expect in another lifetime to experience that. And that could be good or bad. There's no judgment. It's just experience. So that's how it works. And oftentimes we are with a certain soul group or soul family all of the time. So those people that uh, think they have lost us, they're actually having additional experiences with us as well oh, exactly. in those other reincarnations. Exactly. And we can evolve the spirit world as well. We continue evolving. We don't seem to evolve as quickly over there as we would here because here we have what's called free will and choice. And here we have many more situations where we really have to go deep within and use the strength of our soul energy, our, our soul memory, if you will, our beingness, and use that to grow and to do the right thing. It seems that we can accelerate much, much more here in the physical than the spirit. But we do indeed also grow over there by doing um, wonderful service work to other people. Let's say uh, someone died as a drug addict. In the spirit world, they might decide that they want to help 
drug addicts. So they will either be a guide of someone on the earth who's a drug addict, or they might help those uh, poor people over when it's their turn to pass over who pass with drugs. Um, suicide the same way. Uh, they, they do things to help people. Many times, this is another interesting thing, many times family members on the earth who could not help their loved ones in some way, once they pass in the spirit, they come back and they're their teachers and guides. Mm-hmm. My mother did that with me. She was an alcoholic and she did not fulfill, she felt she did not fulfill her potential to helping myself and my family members. And when she passed over, she came through and, and to another medium and the medium said, you know, your mother is a guide of yours with your spiritual work. And I thought, wow, I said, she feels she has to do that because she did not take care of you enough on the physical level. That's amazing. That's that, amazing. It truly is amazing. And, you know, I've seen that many, many times. Many of the readings and messages I've given out, so many times a father will come through and say, I'm sorry I didn't love you enough. I didn't know how to love because I was never taught it when I was growing up. But now from the spiritual dimension, I understand more about love. So I'm imbuing you. I'm sending you. I'm kind of... Um, uh, foreshadowing you with love, influencing you with loving thoughts and energy, and I'm helping to clear the way for you to have a good life the best I can, the best I can do for you. So it does continue, you know, it does continue our relationships. You know, when I think about different age groups of people that pass over, and, and let's use, for example, uh, young children below the age of seven, below the age of nine, that let's say are in cancer hospitals and passing on, is there a consistent lesson for certain ages or for certain types of experiences? It's very, very interesting, and I don't want to be absolute because I, I can't be absolute because every soul ex, uh, experience is different and every one of their destinies are different. But I will say as a general, those souls that pass when they're young, um, and when they're children, or even suicides, they tend to come back earlier. And also those beings who pass very young seem to be very, very, very wise and evolved souls. And they don't need as much experience on the earth as other souls might need. So usually they're very, very wise souls. And um, we usually come back in waves of bands of souls, which is very interesting. So um, you've heard of, of course, crystal children. Yes. And, you know, we come back in these bands of waves of energetic souls um, when the planet needs it. Now, right now, of course, we need light workers for the past 20, 30 years. And well, since the late 50s, a lot of light workers have come into the planet, have come onto the planet. And now there's a whole new generation now coming on of a whole different other type. Um, so it's very interesting. It's very interesting how it all changes and how we do tend to come back in group souls. And the younger ones, the children tend to be the wise ones, it seems. Well, and then it seems almost as if those that, that really pass away at young ages like that, they're actually here not so much for their lesson, but maybe for the, the people, the parents, and the family that is here to be Completely. able to deal with Thank forgiveness you. or compassion. Exactly. Exactly. They tend to come back to help those other souls in their family to evolve. And it might be this time that the, that person on the earth, their mother, their father, family members, might evolve quicker if this young child soul passes so that this person left behind will learn about compassion, will learn about humility, will learn about forgiveness. And this is the best way for them to do it. And now that might be hard for people to hear that, but if you take it from a soul perspective, it's a whole new thing. It's a whole new way of looking at it. Now, I know that uh, in my own experience of, of having had a couple of miscarriages and then finally having another child last year, those miscarriages that I had, I know that they were the same soul that this child is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. oftentimes when a, a family loses a young child, if 
they can stay together and work through it and really help one another through it, there's an opportunity for that soul to really come back right away as their child in, in, for another lesson, is it not? That's, that's, a, that's exactly right. It's a great opportunity for them to come through again. That's exactly right. I don't want to just say that that is the same soul. It may be a part of that other soul. The soul, I think, you know, again, it may be another ray of that light of sun, and that sun is one soul, but there's many rays of that, that light of that soul. So it could be another ray of that light. I think miscarriages are um, nature's way, the divine way, on many lessons, many lessons it teaches about um, the mother, um, how she feels about herself, uh, this opportunity for growth and emotional growth, spiritual growth. It also might be a way of uh, nature helping with the body to perfect itself so it can bring through another soul to perfection in the physical. So there are many reasons behind it. Abortion, Absolutely. I find also, also because the souls know it's going to happen before they come down to this level. They're aware of the situation. They're aware of a miscarriage. They're aware of an abortion. They know what it's about. Usually in an abortion, there's an agreement with the souls, the mother's soul and the child's soul before it happens. And so, so often the miscarriages have so much more to do about feeling deserving or loving totally. oneself enough to deserve that being to come in, to deserve that loving Totally. And I've seen a lot of miscarriages where they, it's so interesting because it, it seems sometimes when the parents aren't in sync, it won't sustain that birth. Sure, absolutely. Very interesting. So when, when any child of any age passes on, what's the last memory that they have and do they carry that into their next experience? Well, you know, through all of us, again, everyone has a different experience, but there are many souls who when they pass over and they first come back, um, let's say the child or the, the, or the soul passed in a car accident, um, it seems that God in its wondrous way, and I'm not using that as a personification thing, God, the divine energy, part of our makeup is it seems that when we pass out of the body in violent ways, let's say, or traumatic ways, there's a shutoff valve where we kind of lose consciousness and we're so very, very unaware of any car accident, going outside the windshield or being shot by a gun or having a heart attack or being in a fire. It seems that there's a sense we're right out of the body and we're, we're unconscious of that physical trauma, if you will. So many times I'll talk back and the mother will say, did she feel the car, the car accident? You know, I feel so bad, that, you know, because I know she was hurt in that car accident. And the daughter will say, I didn't feel a thing. I don't even remember it. It happened in such a quick thing. Now, we've seen that a lot here in the physical earth when people have near-death experiences, and they've come back, actually, and they've talked about this, where they say, I do not remember leaving my body. I know I was out of the body, but I don't remember popping out of the body. And that happens quite frequently. Um, so, yes, there is a sense of a loss of consciousness very, very quickly. Um, how long that happens, I don't know, because, again, it's not in physical terms, it's spiritual terms. I know that I've, people have had heart attacks and they pop right out of the body and they're aware that they're out of the body and they've had a heart attack, but they don't feel the pain, see, of the physical. They don't feel any of that. There are also some amazing letters in this book that will really just touch your heart. And as we move out of this next segment, I'd like to share with you one letter that uh, came through from a young lady to her mother. When I passed from here to there, I knew your heart would break. It's not there where I reside in mountains, fields, and lakes. In the break of each new dawn and when the sun goes down, in birds and trees and skies of blue, you'll know I'm still around. A broken heart I gave to you, no way to take it back. Grieve for now, but don't stay long in that hole that's filled with black. If I were there and you were here, you would see, clearly see, 
that you're right there and I'm right here. It's where we choose to be. So dance and sing and laugh out loud just like we always do. I know it's hard, but you have to see that I'm here right with you. And when you feel like crying, try and smile through the tears. I hope you will remember I love you for a thousand years. And when you feel are feeling lonely and you don't know what to do, just close your eyes and read this letter from me to you. James Van Prague, Growing Up in Heaven, The Eternal Connection Between Parent and Child. You can connect with him at vanprague.com, V-A-N-P-R-A-A-G-H.com. We'll be right back with James Van Prague. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Hello, I'm David Cordani, CEO of Cigna, a proud sponsor of the March of Dimes March for Babies. Helping babies was an easy decision for Cigna. Over the past 17 years, we've teamed up with the March of Dimes to help moms have healthy pregnancies and save babies' lives. Together, we'll continue to fight premature birth and birth defects. Join the people of Cigna and teams from 20,000 other companies who are walking together for stronger, healthier babies. Jumpstart your team at marchforbabies.org. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You 
listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. We have been just having the most amazing conversation with James Van Prague about his latest book, Growing Up in Heaven, The Eternal Connection Between Parent and Child. You can connect with him at vanprog.com, and there are a lot of upcoming events, so you can look at the calendar and also join his community or access some of his online courses to know more. But definitely pick up the book. Whether you have lost a child or not, this is a wonderful book to allow you to understand some messages from the other side. James, if someone wants to connect with that loved one that's passed on, you have a chapter in the book that's entitled Spirit Signposts. How are they communicating with us? What do we look for? Oh, well, they try so many different ways in order to come through to us. I mean, so many different ways. And the more uh, quiet we are in our mind, the more we, as I said earlier, you know, have less junk there. And uh, we try, we don't try so hard. The easier it is for them to get through to us. The number one way they communicate is the dream state. Because we're not in our, um, we're really not in the body, but we're not in that rational mindset as well. So it's easier for them to come here in our dreams because really we're with them in the astral world. And the dreams that we have, I call them crossovers because they're so real. So many times people can go to sleep at night and they can think of their loved one and just gently ask them to come into their dreams. And there's another way you can ask for your guides to appear to you in your dreams. I want to know who my guide is. Just ask them to appear in your dreams, and they will. It might happen in a week, it might happen in a month. Just let it be. You know, it'll happen. Just put it out there. And another way is, um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it could be through oh, electricity, electrical means. They, they use... Um, Believe it or not, cell phones, computers, they can affect their electromagnetic um, waves and field around these objects. And uh, doorbells, telephones, um, they can get through. And also, I don't know how they do it, but it seems music. Somehow the music, the song will play that the person knows that they associate with the, with the spirit. And that happens quite frequently as well. Another way is through smells and scents. Let's say there was a favorite perfume or aftershave or, or uh, flowers. Um, they in some way can project that image, the smell, to the loved one. And that's another way they come through. They come through in many, many ways. They also tend to come through um, in cold transformation where they can impose their, the look of their face on somebody else. And when you're looking at that other person, you think, like, ah, that's my daughter, that's my son, that's my mother, that's my father. They do that as well. So it's, it's all different ways. It's really whatever the, the spirit chooses that they can do that they're good at. Do you think that the biggest message from death is for the rest of us here to really live, to allow ourselves to really live it to the fullest and and let go of the fears and let go of the things that bind us and the belief systems and honor their lives in that way? Very much so, because fear limits us. Fear, fear is not natural to us. Only love is natural to us. So fear is foreign to us. And we need to get into a state of mindfulness, by being totally aware of our every step we take every day, of the energy that we're giving out. As I mentioned before, we're constantly creating, creating. And do you want to create a wonderful life for yourself? Do you want to create a beautiful painting? Or do you want to create a a painting which is uh, dark and muddy and, and not very attractive? It's how you treat people, how you use the energy that you put out to people, and how you choose to have people's energy come to you. Um, it's really, that's what it is, being mindful and being aware of your thoughts, your words, and, you know, what you put out there to other people. 
So what do you think is the greatest gift that we can give to people in terms of teaching their own children about loss and also teaching their own children uh, about perhaps having some of the gifts that uh, that so many of the new children have or are more aware of? That sure. Are I like to call them soulful lessons because it's really, it's, it's really children are just so close to the other side. They've just come over, and they're still pretty open to truth. So I, I think parents need to really um, um, uh, honor and validate children who have a high sense of ability, of intuitive ability, who'd say to their parents or, or family members, I've seen grandpa, I've seen so-and-so, I have this friend over here, and this is their name. The parent or family member should, should really uh, engage the child and say, you know, who is that and what, what is their name and where do they come from, what do they look like, why do they show up to you, what, you know, things where they can really um, help the child to, to, to really... Um, uh, honor their gift, honor that ability, their intuition, uh, because you don't want to shut it down. It's very, very cruel, and it's wrong to shut down a part of who they are. Um, and then can encourage them to, what do you feel about things? Just what do you feel about this? Listen to them more and, and have them love themselves, somehow special they are. And they can't get enough of that. And I think that sometimes there's such a disservice given to uh, from the movie industry because it really depicts when people are seeing uh, what would be termed as ghosts or people that have passed on. Sometimes they portray them as scary or um, in a state, disheveled state of, of how they left. That's right. I, Is I, that I, mean, how I, they I appear? Because I worked with Ghost Whisperer very much, and, I, and it really upset me because they show them scary, and then and I had to go through that. And that was very difficult for me because this wasn't the truth. And uh, but. Then I got to look at the bigger picture. Spirit said, "You have to see the bigger picture. More people are watching this, and they're opening up their eyes to the possibility of life after death, and that's the bigger picture." And I did make sure, though, that the end of every single episode of Ghost Whisperer, it was on a very positive, loving note, because I didn't want to leave the audience on a vibration of fear. I wanted to leave them on a vibration of unconditional love and joy, and that's how we did it. And I don't think the executives even know, you know, that was happening behind the scenes. But that was my that was my workings of that one, and that's how I thank God it worked out. Spirit helped me work that one out. But uh, yeah, it's, it, but I think once people know the truth that there there is no death, and that, that there's only love, and that we're much bigger and much better than the way we see this physical earth. And I think that oftentimes those things that may cause us fear, if, if, if you're the type of individual that is, you know, watching the movies or the shows uh, or the books that are allowing things to be more fearful inside of the body, it's really an opportunity for you then to face that fear and understand that this is an emotion or a feeling that's coming up that's that right. you're holding. And when we hold that kind of fear, we create experiences that allow us to be more fearful. So it's an opportunity to be more conscious. James, and, and it might be people that are more sensitive that pick up stuff like that. And yes, they got to see the truth of it. That's right. James, thank you so much. It's been such an enlightening show. It's been an honor and a pleasure to interview you today. And I'm so thrilled thank and excited you. to have you in an upcoming issue of 1111 Magazine as well. Thank you You're very much. I really appreciate it. Such wonderful things to the planet. Connect with James Van Prague at vanprague.com, V-A-N-P-R-A-A-G-H.com, and pick up your copy of Growing Up in Heaven the eternal connection between parent and child. I'm Simran Singh. Over the next month, we're going to have Gotham Chopra, John Gray, and Bob Proctor. So join me.
Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. We'll be right back. 